This is Pierre Bouvier, lead singer of the band Simple Plan. I could sing a song for you, Wine 30, with Andrew and Lindsay. Here we go. Andrew and Lindsay hosting Wine 30. Andrew and Lindsay. Through all the best and many more years to come tonight. I'm just a kid. Many more years to come. Peace. So I am happy to report that I picked this wine today, both at the store and as the wine to consume today. Yeah. And this is a 2019 Sheriff Red Wine Blend from the Sierra Foothills in California. It's a winemaker selection from Shadow Ranch. Yeah, it's really good. So this was about, I think it was typically $12.99 a bottle. And I think Costco had it for like $10.99. Um, fair price, good blend. I'm not drinking it today because it's Friday. But um, it said it had notes of raspberry, blueberry, and that it was like a very full body wine. Yeah, that fits the description pretty good. It's got nice legs on it. Is it pretty smooth? Yeah, it's really smooth. Uh, it does have a little bit of dry. It's dry, full body. Yeah, I think it fits. And blueberry is always such a unique thing to have in a wine. I agree. That's why I was like, ooh, blueberry. That's like fun times. Like I feel like you hear like tart cherry or like dark plum or things like that like constantly. Even raspberry you hear quite often, but blueberries. Yeah, this would go really good with like goat cheese. Mm. Christini goat cheese. Is that what you're going to be having right after this? You're going to make like... Probably. He's going to make a uh, caprese salad and some Christinis and goat cheese. Yeah. I bet. And it's a twist cap, so... I know. That's kind of like my jam, twist caps, because like we've been trying to consume less alcohol recently, and it's nice to be able to like put like the twist cap on the bottle and have it stay fresh a little bit longer. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can always put corks back in wine, but it's, I don't know. I don't think it saves quite the same. So we watched a show because uh, Halloween's right around the corner. Oh, you mean a movie? Yeah, we watched a movie called The Happening. It was kind of lame. Don't recommend it. Like, but, we we were excited because it's Zoe Deschanel and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. And it was like an M. Night Shyamalan thing. And I'm like, ooh, Split was good. The Sixth Sense was good. Like, he's done so many good movies. This, yeah. Like he's known for like his big twists. And this is an older movie, 2008. So we were like, oh, maybe like he was ambitious back then, you know, so. And it was like super lame. Like the, it was basically these people were like, they were like, oh, there was a toxin released into the air in New York City and Central Park. And like it's causing people to like commit suicide. And then like this toxin or whatever they're calling it is kind of like spreading out further and further, like through the parks and the city. And one guy's like, Oh, it's the plants doing it. And then they like never disprove that it's the plants doing it and never prove that it's anything else. Also, another thing that's funny about it is like, we are in a pandemic right now. So it's just funny because they're not wearing masks. Like no one's like cover your mouth. Like no one's like, clog up your orifices people are just like walking around and like the air blows and all of a sudden they commit suicide 
Yeah. So, so then they're like, oh, it's the air. It's the plants. We need to like make sure that we're ahead of the wind. So it's like they'll go into a house, but then they don't shut all the windows and doors. Right. And you're like, well, like. Like if it can just travel indefinitely. Yeah. Anyway, no spoiler. Well, the, we'll tell you the spoiler because we don't recommend watching this anyway. And it's an older, like, it came out, what, 12, 13 years ago? Yeah. So, like, it just stops abruptly, like, after 25 hours. Yeah. And I'm just like, that makes no sense. Yeah. When freaking Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel are like, I don't want to die alone because they're in two, like, different houses at that point. And, like, the wind is blowing. And then they're like, so Mark Wahlberg's, like, running across to, like, the other little house area. And then she runs across. And then they're outside with this kid. And then they're all fine and they just go inside and go, oh, it must have ended already. Yeah, it just seems like a lazy directing job, honestly. Like, he was just like, eh, I'm done with this. Like, he came up with an interesting premise and then just, like, didn't build on it at all. Yeah. So. So that's mainly. Don't watch that. That's mainly what we've been <laughs> watching, though, since our last episode. I watched a little bit of The View. And today, later today, I'll be catching up on Survivor for the week. But. Other than that, there's not really too much to report on TV-wise. Yeah. Um, so what I've been reading, I've been continuing from the files of Madison Finn, obviously. I'm about to start the X-Hex because it's Halloween time, and that was like my book of the month club book, and it's supposed to be like a Halloween-y rom-com-y. Suspense. Well, it's like a rom-com. Yeah. But like, obviously she's going to put a hex on her x i'm assuming dang so it should be fun um and then i've been listening to open book by jessica simpson as an audiobook which is like her autobiography that she did but as an audiobook right what have you been reading deadpool. same thing deadpool deadpool um and then the other things i've been listening to um jesse mccartney came out with a new album last night called new stage so been listening to that and then i've also been listening a little bit to the papaya podcast by sarah landry and she just had a really good episode about like body grief and burnout so highly recommend the episode i'll link it in the show notes because like to do that all right yeah what have you been playing anything i haven't been playing anything new no honestly i'm kind of gamed out i'm kind of just like feeling burnout right now i think that's probably why that podcast episode like hit really well is because it's like feeling of burnout but not necessarily from work it's just like life yeah where you're just like wow i'm feeling like a little burnt out this week yeah so before we talk about our hot topics we are going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsor if you ever have dreamed of having the chance to win awesome prizes like a multi-million dollar home, a space trip with Virgin Galactic, you know, maybe karaoke with Charlize Theron, then you have to check out Omaze, the new way to give back to charity and have fun doing it. So here's how Omaze works. You enter for the chance to win something amazing, and at the same time, you donate to support great causes. It's a fun and easy way for nonprofits to raise money and for you to win big prizes. Like, think about an unforgettable safari in Kenya or celebrating the holidays in New York City with Andrea Bocelli. That's pretty darn awesome. Here's how it works. Go to omaze.com slash wine30 and enter the Miami Dream House or a different experience of your choosing. 
Once you've selected your prize, choose a donation amount from $10 to $150. The more you donate, the more entries you get. So through your donations, Omaze has raised more than $150 million to support over 350 nonprofits around the world. Omaze was named in Fast Company's 2020 Most Innovative Companies and featured on Good Morning America, The Today Show, and Stephen Colbert. Everyone deserves the chance to live their dreams, and with Omaze, extraordinary prizes are within reach for everyone. Enter today for your chance to win the Miami Dream House or other life-changing prizes and experiences at omaze.com slash wine30. Plus, receive 20 extra entries when you enter code wine3020. That's omaze, O-M-A-Z-E dot com slash wine30 and code wine3020 for that 20 extra entries. So something I was reading this week was an article in Stylist Magazine, which is like this UK magazine, which you would think has to do with fashion, but it's really more so about like the world and politics and mental health and everything else. So one of the articles was how to make the world a better place. And it was like a list of 20 things. And I wrote down either ones I found interesting or ones that I felt like I wanted to share with people of things they could do. So the number one thing they said to do was to target specific problems within the government and then lobby for change and to make sure that you're writing to your local like senators and representatives like constantly, because a lot of times if they get enough like letters from people and enough people saying, don't do this, you can actually put a stop to them, like drilling and like more oil fields or things like that. Like if you like push back a lot on what they're doing, hello letters. So I'm telling you, um, Every day I might be writing. They say, like, take advantage of being able to write to those people and being able to have your voice heard. It's like, you are now my least favorite person in California. <laughs> <laughs> the, the next one is to buy more naked products. So those would be products that aren't in packaging. So if you're going at the grocery store yeah, and you're, like, in produce, sure. like, that's pretty much naked uh, products. Lush is really good about this, the store where you buy, like, the bath bombs and yeah. the face masks and stuff. Because all their soaps are just, like... You grab them. They're not wrapped in plastic. They don't have stickers. Um, So trying to do that as much as possible. And then also they mentioned a green banking, which I had never even thought about, which they were mentioning that most banks dump tons of money into dirty energy, like oil and gas. Like how many letters do we get from like credit card companies? Well, I'm talking about like Barclays in the past three years has given $85 billion to oil companies. I hate Barclays. And like... Yeah. Things like that. So there's this website called Fossil Free, and it gives you all of the information about banks and where they're giving their money. And if it's to things that are eco-friendly or things that are actually damaging to we're about the to world. open a new bank account. So, so. we're going to be going to Fossil Free, right? Um, so I thought that was interesting because when picking a bank, it's not really something I've ever thought about. Like, oh, like are they how, giving billions of dollars right. to like how do things you I don't decide? believe in? Yeah. How do you decide is a question. Like, Cause I'm always like, oh man, I really don't want to go with Chase because that's JP Morgan and they're corrupt as hell. And I really don't want to go like anybody who screwed the population over in the 2008. Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo is another one that screwed and they continually screw people over. Uh, pretty much any big bank is doing that with the exception of like USA cause it's federal. Yeah. So I feel like that's something I'm definitely going to be looking into is kind of like, yeah. Where are they giving money? Because I always forget about the fact that banks can like donate money to things or They're give like money to businesses, things. Businesses, so they also invest in stocks. Yeah, which is kind of sketch. Um, when I think about it. It makes me really uncomfortable. I hope that we actually 
like start turning away from traditional banks and start banking in other ways. Yeah, honestly, in business, decade, but. business in general needs to be reworked because right now we work on like corporate, corporate, mm-hmm. which is basically that they're an entity with all the rights of a human. So it's like, I don't understand how that's like how that can be. So basically you can make an entity that takes all the responsibility so you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, but that also means like if someone discriminates against your business, right? Like you can sue them or file a lawsuit, right? Mm-hmm. Which to me is like, makes no sense because your business is just a concept, you yeah. know, it's not real. So like if you're getting all butthurt about your business being discriminated against, to me, it's like, well, maybe you made a racist business or maybe you made like a business that's not so good. Like brush it off. Yes. Yeah. I concur. So what else were you talking about? Um, so I found this new term while reading Refinery29 earlier, which is called productivity dysmorphia which is the inability to see one's own success, which I thought was really like a nice term because they haven't had a term for that necessarily. And I feel like that's how a lot of people feel. Like when people ask us about what we do for work or like our business, I feel like we're always minimizing because it's weird to like be like, oh yeah, we're actually really successful. And like, we actually have like done all these things. We've charted in all these places. Like we've grown like this much, like, People are always minimizing their success. Yeah, I actually, that bleeds into one of my topics because it's actually how people treat you as well. Mm -hmm. Like people minimize your success, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so like if you meet people, they're not, they're always looking for how to minimize you and and make you less than like I find, because that's like not really something they want to do, especially like if you're looking to like finance something. Like, they're always looking for the gimmick and, like, looking how to lessen you, you know? That's how I look about it. Like, because it's, they're trying to negotiate. Yeah. And if they can make you feel a certain way, then that's good for them. And to me, I think that I don't really like doing business with those people. Yeah. It's like you want people that build you up, not people that are, like, trying to, like, push you down. Yeah. And I find that most, like, bank people want to do that. Like they're getting paid to do it, I guess. Or not even bank people, but people who work in just bureaucratic, like nine to five jobs that are like on the computer right. doing like. They're like mad at life and yeah. they think everyone else should suffer the same way they do. So. And I'm not saying everyone because I'm sure that. And I'm not saying they even are suffering. Maybe yeah. they like bureaucratic crap, but they shouldn't subjugate everyone else to it. Yeah. I agree. We're like mad at the world right now. So that bleeds into one of my topics that I was saying, which is our society is a topic. And like, how do you think it's doing like as American society? Um, Horribly. And why? I feel like it's so interesting. I was reading a thing about why Squid Game is so popular right now. And while Squid Game is like supposed to be like almost like a post-apocalyptic type deal, right? I mean, like, not really. It's, well, like, it takes well, the thing is, now. they that's how like a lot of people are framing it, though, is like, oh, in a world where like people can get away with these things. But it's like there's things like this that people are getting away with now. Right. So like we're living in like this almost post like what people used to see as like post-apocalyptic. 
So yeah. you we're, know what I was, yeah, we're just true. like yeah. on this brink of like complete destruction. So I think that's why so many people are gravitating towards that show because they're like, yeah, our world is so effed up right now. Well, okay. So this is trending right now. Dave Chappelle, uh, he said some transgender stuff. That's mm. not what I want to talk about. Like he was saying, like, you come into this world through a female's legs. So like, you know, you need to choose a gender basically because like you're born into the world through one person. Like if you're a male, you're not giving birth. Does that make sense? So like you're either not giving birth or you're giving birth. Well, I think that there's a difference between. Um, and then he went on to make jokes, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. Cause we all, I, I just, I just want to, touch on this very briefly. I think there's a difference between gender identity and like physical gender. Like you can be a male and feel like identify more so as a female, like. Right. You know, I'm not asking you to explain it because I actually think it's a diversion. I think like that's a subject that's like most people don't really care but there's a lot of rich people that want to get you worked up over something that doesn't really even... So that you're not hold. thinking about other things. Yeah, but here's the thing that I thought that he was going to be trending for is that he came out and spoke against what Comedy Central did to him. Mm-hmm. Basically, for the Chappelle show, if you look at the the records, he didn't make any money because he left that network. Yeah. And they started streaming it on, like, HBO and all these places, and he's not making a dime off of that. So, like... They are capitalizing on his show that he made because he was young and dumb and signed away. I mean, that happens contract. to so many people in the entertainment industry. Right. Like, that's so basically. He's like, he's like, well, they want to wonder why I'm talking all this junk about them so publicly because mm-hmm. he's like speaking out about against it. And he's like, it's because they are bullying people. Right. Because he associated it with like. He's like, they basically came to him and they said can I borrow your joke? And this, I guess, happened to him as a kid. Mm -hmm. He told a story. David Chappelle's been doing this since he's 14, so he's good at it. And he was like, when I was 14, somebody borrowed my joke. And they came to me and they said, he's, you know, they did a, they came on right before me and they used my joke. And I was like, you know, I let you borrow my joke. You asked me, like, you can't just take my joke. And they were like, well, let me pay you for it. 50 bucks. And he's like, well, I kind of need all of my material right now. And they said, well, guess what? I'm just going to take it from you. So they took his joke and it's kind of like, he felt like, I mean, that is exactly what comedy central did to him Mm -hmm. because they're the big guys and they just took his material. So he doesn't, he wants to get paid for that. Right? Like he wants to be, he's talked about doing a Chappelle show too, but he can't even use a name. Like he would have to change the whole name. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because if he, he signed away, you know, a weird contract where they put words in there that didn't even really make sense at the time to him, to a 28-year-old that didn't even, you know. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, I thought he'd be trending for that because that's, like, a way bigger issue in my mind is, like, how big conglomerate corporate, like, people that don't really have to follow the rules like everybody else. And we were talking about, like, We've talked about our senators not having to follow the rules. What about big corporation? What about big Well, business? that's like, I think I touched on this a few months ago. There was that wedding dress designer who her contract was up with the company that she was under, like the big corporation that owns like yeah. a bunch of their designs and stuff. So she wanted to like go off and just work 
for herself and like sell her wedding dresses like on her own website, whatever. And they basically threw a fit. They will not let her use her name in any capacity. She can't use it on social media. She can't use it in like day-to-day life. Like because her company was named after herself. They will not let her use her own name and are legally making her change her name. Right. Like her birth name. That's awful. Um, but and I'm like, that is stuff. a corporation bullying yeah. someone because they're upset that she wanted they to leave and like, yeah, go and do and her own thing. That's the same thing that happens with a lot of people. When her so contract was up, paid. like her contract right. was up, and they will not let her design wedding gowns. They will not let her use her name. Right. Like, which Ch- Chappelle was like, you know what? I didn't get paid a dime for that show. Like, I haven't mm-hmm. been paid for that. Like, I left, and so I voided my my compensation or whatever. But like. He's like, I was being mistreated. Like, I've been abused. I've been taken advantage of. And it's like, I don't really want to work for people like that. He didn't say that, but there was some connotation there. And I am kind of like defending him. Here's the thing. He also said, I know that a lot of those people got fired. Like, so none of those people that did that to him are even in power anymore. And those comp, like some probably are. But so there's just these new guys that are like, we don't know what they did to you. Why is he speaking bad about Comedy Central or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, you didn't do it. So go back and fix it and like pay me for my work. Like, I'm not mad at you. I'm saying like, I'm mad at your corporation and what they did was wrong. And now you need to make amends, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's kosher. I think they should yeah. go back and fix that. You know, and get with him and talk with him about that. And make some sort of deal. Be but, like, we can't yeah. give you what you're worth now, but we can give you something for, like, you should be getting at least a percentage when we're, like, rerunning this on all these different stations. Right. And, like, basically, at the end of his thing, he was like, you know what? It doesn't matter if you're going to give that or come back and do the right thing. Give me that money. Because, you know what? I'm just going to come and take it. And he just, like, <laughs> drops the mic and walks off. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I was like, you created a monster, basically, within Dave Chappelle. It's going after corporations. Although he does work with Netflix, but I guess Netflix removed his Chappelle show when he said that that hurt his feelings because he was like, yeah. hey, they don't pay me for this. And Netflix responded and said, we didn't know, like, we'll remove it from our platform. Well, and they actually compensate him fairly. And I believe... That he owns the rights to all of his specials and jokes and stuff. Like, he didn't sign away the rights to anything in his specials when he signed up. Right. To, like, do a show with Netflix. And another thing I want to talk about with all this discrimination with, like, black or whatever, like, racial discrimination, anything like that, is I don't think people genuinely feel that tension. I think that that's just a fact of life. Like, you're either this color or that color or you prefer this gender or that gender like it's not right or wrong does that make Mm -hmm. sense like so i don't think anybody's judging like that's just common sense like it's not right or wrong that you were born to this life a certain way right Mm -hmm. but here's the thing how corporations and big business react to that fact of life is right or wrong so like if they're not hiring you because you're in the way they teach people to treat people right or if they're pushing even news corporations Mm -hmm. like pushing their people to like tell people that everybody's discriminating or no one is discriminating discriminating. like that to me is right or wrong yeah what they do with that information is under the scrutiny of right or wrong and unfortunately our courts and system don't really punish that 
Mm-hmm. Like they don't say, hey, that's wrong. Like you need to pay a fee, right? For like misguiding people or like influencing people into rioting, right? And where people are getting hurt. Like if you say something that influences people to be hurt, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. Like using your influence. I don't know. But I guess people eat that stuff up or whatever or influence easy. I don't know exactly what's going on, but I say, I say our society's not doing too well on that regard. One of my questions was going to be how you thought the best way to clean up homeless encampments is, because there's been a lot of cities recently that have been trying to clean up homeless encampments and have been doing it in very like inhumane ways where they'll just like right. chuck people stuff. Which or is like, the exact opposite of how I'd say you should do it. Mm-hmm. Like treat them with dignity. Yeah. Like don't put yourself above them. Like you're going to correct all their problems because right there you're saying, I know what's best for you. And as soon as you say that you remove their dignity, you're saying, I'm better than you and I know it's best for you. And to do that to a person that's already their moral like compass has already been crushed. Mm-hmm. Right. Like basically I would imagine a person that's homeless feels like I have been punished because of the way I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's how I would view myself. Like if I wasn't on drugs or anything like that, like just a basic, person who couldn't. That just like, couldn't, yeah, I've been punished for things. the way that I think mm-hmm. or the way that I do things, which in a way our society is totally inequality. It's not about equality at all with the corporations and the way they treat people where a corporation can fire somebody and then they go on welfare and it's like, so they go on welfare, right? Like, how is that? That's like a band aid, right? Mm-hmm. Like we need to look closer at why people are being let go because The truth of the matter is, is people in power are the ones doing that. And so, like, they need to provide good reason. Okay, but how would you choose to clean up encampments? How would I choose to or? Like, if you were in charge of choosing how to deal with, like, homeless encampments, what would you do? Well, one, I would look at the budget. Because we actually put a ton of money. Our our Okay, if budget wasn't an issue... Well, I'm saying budget's not an issue because we have the money, right? Yeah. But I'm saying they need to look at that first and rework where that money's going. So they need to look at the money and okay, go, hey. But what would you do? Not what other people well, should do. I what would, would you do? I would hire more therapists. Okay. Like, and I would respect people that want therapy degrees a little bit more and not try to remove their dignity and consider that as a real profession. Like, that's just one thing you could do. Uh, soup kitchens. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't even know where they are. Mm-hmm. And it's not just soup kitchens. It's like health centers. Like, how do you even find those? Right. If you don't have a cell phone. Yeah. I think something that would be beneficial is, which I know that they do do in some cities around the world is they will create like, they'll create encampments and they'll have like showers. They'll have like little, like, like hand washing create, stations. You have you like have to little, create a way for them to find help. Is all I'm saying. And so like, if you were like, hey, guess what? Welcome to our soup kitchen. Here's a form you can fill out if you'd like to see a therapist mm-hmm. to like try to work, find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, where is the mental block? What's Which like, I think a lot of people like, don't trust therapists too. Okay, so but here's the thing. That. Then when you find out what's going on, like mm-hmm. say they're like, you know what? Every time I go to work, I feel like I'm just like oppressed. Like, then you need to actually act on that as a society and go... Maybe it's not something wrong with this individual. Maybe there is something going on within our corporate structure, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and then, you know, well, we don't want government 
meddling in corporate structure, but the corporation is meddling in the government. So I'm sorry. Like they're hiring lobbyists, right? Like they're manipulating the government. They're manipulating people into acting a certain way. So like the government needs to step into corporate life and go, Hey, like, is this right or wrong? The way these people are being treated. Okay. And with that, we will talk to you guys next week for another episode of Wine 30.